right, everybody. Welcome back to Agents of Comic Book. I am Paul Christian, and I am Eric Jackson. That's right, and we're we're kicking off the year twenty or the decade even. Oh, the decade. That's right. Yeah. So we're here with our first episode of uh, of twenty twenty. Here, uh, we're back with another listener request. You know what I'm really gonna hate about this uh, year specifically? The whole year? Yeah. What's that? Literally the whole year. How many jokes about twenty twenty is there gonna be? Oh, I've already seen a fair share that I'm <sighs> sure will. It's gonna for, be for to just today. The day we're recording this is actually the first. Yeah. This the uh, New Year's. New Year's just Day. Today, I, th- I saw a couple good ones, but I already know I'm going to resent them by the time it's all over. Oh, it's going to get old after a week. <laughs> I saw, because uh, someone brought up a good point. This is the year of uh, C-Lab. The, it's time to finally build oh, that right. C-Lab. Oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> it's 2020. We got to oh, do it. Oh, my God. And I think that was a Rush album, too. What, Rush 2020? 2020? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Could be. Uh, but yeah, so I hope everyone enjoyed their uh, their holiday break. Uh, I know I had to work through most of mine, so I did not get to do much, but yeah. I hope everyone else <laughs> got to enjoy it. Uh, Eric got me actually a cool Swamp Thing poster that oh, I, have, yeah. I have yet to hang up, so I'm going to put that up in my room pretty soon here. Yeah, and uh, Paul got me issues two and three. Yep, two and the three Invisibles. of the Invisibles. Yeah. Finally got those hung up. Yeah, um, I actually just started reading the Invisibles myself today. Nice. Um, the, yeah, the only the first issue, but I think I'm going to try to pace myself reading that just because it's a little dense. You got time. And yeah, there's a lot of info. Yeah. So I, I kind of just want to, like I don't want to binge it. I'm straight up like, cause I started book two and I've straight up started taking notes on it because <laughs> there's so many, just to keep it straight. There's so many, especially with like the God names and the different whatever. Cause like the, a lot of the names with some characters like reference Mayan stuff. So yeah. the names are all just jumbled like unpro- letters and like probably unpronounceable. Oh yeah. I just, I'd wing it. That's one thing I worry <laughs> about. Like if we, once we, we finally do Hellboy on the podcast. Oh, I'm yeah. worried. I'm really nervous for how I'm going to pronounce all those like creature names and oh, like god names. Oh, don't worry. No matter how we pronounce things, like someone will have a problem with it. Like I- I'm trying <laughs> to think of a few like already like the Agdru Jihad. Like I can't say any of those names. I'm, like, I'm so screwed. What's his demon name? Like the uh, Anun Anun Unrama. You're yeah. already you're already going to get me in trouble. Anun Unrama. <laughs> then it's like it's like Urubos Urubos. A new a new Futurama. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Some a lot of lines. Uh, but yeah, so we're here today with another listener request because I mean, if you're, this is your first episode listening, usually what we'll do is we'll read a comic book, a full like arc or story, a full trade paperback, and then we'll discuss uh, a movie or TV show kind of based on that same character. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about both, uh, one in each episode every week. Uh, so this week we actually, and last week we were taking lis- listener requests. Uh, so people uh, people who wrote in got to choose what we were reading and what we were watching for that week. So a listener by the name of L. Reed uh, sent us this request. He wanted us to read. Spider-Geddon, uh, which is a recent Marvel event uh, that Marvel did a last year or two years ago, something like that. Uh, you in, know in, it was in the wake of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. And, well, I would assume, was it like right as Spider-Man PS4 came out? Or it was around the same. No, it was after. Okay. It was a decent amount of time after. Cause he, uh, oh, it would have to be after, yeah. Yeah, because uh, Christos Gage, the writer of this event, he, uh, mentions like in the letters at the end that this was kind of this whole thing was kind of inspired and like the idea came about because uh, Into the Spider Verse and Spider Man okay. PS4 were happening. That makes a lot of sense. So he writes at the end like you know this was like the perfect time to do this story, which uh, was meant to kind of happen in the wake of uh, Spider Verse, the event that predates this, but then kind of never got written. But yeah, so we're gonna be uh, reading that book and then we're going to be watching and discussing Into the Spider Verse itself. Nice. Uh, so we'll be talking about that which uh i adore i honestly I'll, i think that's the best superhero movie ever made oh yeah i, I um, don't think i've ever met or seen anything online of someone saying like they just straight out didn't like it yeah yeah I, i've I, never seen hard. a negative that would be a hot take about it. yeah <laughs> like i it's hard to like think of something that's not good about it yeah that would be a hot take um but uh, yeah i honestly i think it's my it's probably my favorite superhero movie in general so i'm excited to talk about that it's 
if it's not my favorite, it's top three at least. Yeah, it's, it's up there. Uh, so we're going to be talking about both of those. If you want to leave a request of your own, uh, you can. We do have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash agents of comic book. You only have to join at the $5 level to leave a request. Uh, you can choose what we read and what we watch. I don't care if it's bad. But you can make us watch <laughs> Catwoman if you want to, if you want to see us fucking go over that. If you really want to. Yeah, if you want to see us scoop that shit into the I have, furnace. I have never seen it, so. Yeah, it's the only way we're going to watch it. it. It'd be an experience. Yes, it definitely would. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can request whatever you want, and we will watch it, as long as it's a character who has a comic book and has a movie or TV show based on them. You know, yeah. It doesn't have to be based on that story, just... About that character in general. Yeah, it just loosely fits in. Right. Uh, so this week we're going to be talking about uh, Spider-Geddon, and we're going to be breaking that down next. Uh, the, the main event, anyway. Like I said, this is uh, an event comic book, so um, the request that was left for us was to read Spider-Geddon, so we're going to read the main event itself. We don't have time to read all of the tie-ins, because there's a lot. Okay. Um, but we're, we're going to get the gist of the main deal here. As I touched on briefly earlier, uh, Spider-Geddon, this event that we're going to be discussing, is a follow-up to an event that happened earlier called uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Or not Into the Spider-Verse, sorry, Edge, uh, Spider-Verse in general. That's what it was called. Okay. Uh, Spider-Verse was an event where uh, that's where Spider-Gwen got introduced. That's where a lot of these alternate universe Spider-Men come from. And that's where... Is that where Into the Spider-Verse got their characters from? Yeah, most of them. Gotcha. Uh, a, f- a few of them came from other places, but that's the whole thing of Spider-Verse. It's like mission, mishing and mashing these alternate universe yeah, Spider-Men yeah. together. Okay. Um, so that, that the movie is definitely based on the Spider-Verse book, but I don't think the stories have anything to do with each other because there's there's no like inheritors in the movie. <laughs> gotcha. I can see why they didn't. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little bit much. Yeah. Uh, but just for some background, as far as Spider-Geddon goes for us, uh, I am not a big spider Spider-Man reader myself. I yeah. I read a lot of comics, but Spider-Man is the honestly like the one giant pillar of comic books I have yet to breach. Mm. It's, it, I find it a little bit impenetrable. I was gonna say like, have you like tried diving into something and it just hasn't clicked? It's or? hard just because Spider-Man is a character who has like so much continuity and history yeah. that it's hard to find like a super clean jumping on point. Mm-hmm. Which I, I'm sure people will recommend some. I've tried a couple. I was gonna say, are there no like. Spider-Man runs that people regard as like top tier, whatever. There are, but I mean, one of the biggest problems I think that's kind of how it is with like because obviously like Batman, Superman, they have yeah. just as much time and source material as Spider-Man. But well, one big problem with it is that modern Spider-Man has had the same writer, Dan Slott, writing uh, almost all of the Spider-Man stuff for I think it was like over ten years. Yeah, see, that's too long. It, it was a long, long, long time. Gotcha. So, like, if you were, weren't a fan of Dan Slott, which, sorry, Dan Slott, I'm not really a fan of your did books. Did he do this? No, th- but this is based on his original event. He did the first Spider-Verse. Got, gotcha. Um, that's, so, in the credits, it even says based on a story by Dan Slott. Yeah, I, I thought I saw the name So, it was it. originally his idea, at least the, the footnotes of this. Okay. Uh, but in, in that event, basically all these uh, multi- multiverse Spider-Man and women uh, joined together to fight this group of uh, creatures called the Inheritors, seemingly immortal beings who fed on the life essence of spiders. That's what they listed in the recap. So it's specifically spiders? Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing they mean spider people. And not just spiders. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, their plan is incredibly easy. Yeah, they could just go to any house. They could just go to a pet shop. They can go anywhere. <laughs> There's spiders everywhere. Um, but yeah, so they were trying to feed off all these spider people, so the, the multiverse Spider-Man had to team up to take them out. I kind of wish I didn't know this. Like, they, I, I just kind of thought of them as just, like, crazy, psychic, like, soul vampires. I mean, that's kind of what they are. But Although, I mean, it kind of makes sense, because they were so obsessed with the web of, the web of life or whatever. Yeah. And, like, how... 
because who was the Karn or whatever, the guy who was like the arbiter of the web, like because he used to be a part of the inheritors. Yeah, it's like a multiverse web that like uh, it, it's Connects weird because the, this, the, the whole the rules of this book make and no Spider Verse. Well, it's I mean I can I I mean it's fine if they don't make perfect sense, but the weirder thing is that this takes it's hard to place where this all works within the greater cosmology of exactly. the Marvel universe. Exactly, like this makes it seem like Spider Man has a complete monopoly over <laughs> yeah, right. over interdimensional travel. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like it all. <laughs> centers around spider-man all of a sudden yeah it's like, it's like uh-huh. that seems a little because like the janky. multiverse is a huge thing in marvel comics in a lot of different realms and i feel like that's something that shouldn't be controlled by one entity like yeah, at all but that's what's hard to understand is because obviously like the web can't control the whole multiverse because but this makes it seem like it kind of does make it seem so i don't know how those rules play with each other because they even have a reference one of these spider-men in this story is captain britain yeah uh, captain britain is an x-men character who uh oh so he's originally x-men yeah, he's part of the X-Men universe, essentially. Okay. But he is uh, basically kind of like a Knights of the Round Table kind of character who's like, uh, his order protects the multiverse. Yeah. Um. So that Captain Britain and the and their, his whole cor- like corpse kind of just goes through multiverses, protecting the stability of it. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, he, he was awesome. But, I mean, we got to jump into it. Like, literally at the first few pages, he gets his neck snapped. Yes, like two, <laughs> him and Spider-Noir are off the board immediately. So if you're reading this book for them, sorry. Yes, they're done. I, um, I was really looking forward to it. I was like, oh, this Captain Britain looks awesome. And then it's just gone. Yeah. yeah see, that was one of the ones I was most excited about because I was like, oh, he's probably got a lot to say about like the multiverse. Yeah, exactly. So that would be cool. But oh, all right. Yeah. See ya. Um, but yeah, this event opens up with uh, the superior Spider-Man, Otto Octavius, uh, in the body of uh, of Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's an ongoing character in the Marvel Universe. He's a big a big deal. Yeah, uh, it's the first time I've seen or heard of him. Yeah, cause Superior Spider-Man was a very uh, it's it's a very well regarded run where um, Otto Octavius like becomes Spider-Man essentially and kind of like turns a new leaf and kind of slowly becomes a hero. But even though he's still got all of his old mentalities and personality, he's that, still a little messed up. Yeah, he's still like a seize them kind of guy. Yeah. 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 So he's, yeah, he's very uh he's trying though. Grandiose. Yeah, he's trying. <laughs> yeah. Uh but So is he is that a self uh titled name or is superior that Spider-Man? Or does he come from the superior universe? No, he he calls himself the superior yeah, Spider-Man. Think, yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. Um I didn't know if it was something like cuz what's um what you uni- what dimension is uh in, into the Spider-Verse in? Uh well, I mean it's kind of its own thing, well, but well, it's well, it's, I know, ma- but, it's mainly replicating the Ultimate Universe. That's what I meant because it's yeah. like Ultimate Spider-Man. I didn't know if there was like a superior Spider-Man. No, so, no, this like... is Otto Octavius of the Six One Six. Gotcha. So this is the main main guy. It's just okay. he he had like a cloning accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he he's basically taken up root in San Francisco, and he's like, uh, well, nobody, there's no heroes in San Francisco anymore. Daredevil left. This one who's <laughs> here sucks. So I'm and, gonna take over. Yeah, that part kind of threw me. Why is Daredevil in San Francisco? There's a run of Daredevil. Is that a Avengers West Coast thing? No, it, there's just a, there's a run of Daredevil where he relocates to the West Coast. It's like after his identity gets revealed, so he's like kind of trying to start a new leaf. Ah, uh, that okay. I was like, why would he leave? Hell's, I thought that was a whole thing about him. It like, was. Yeah, he he was looking to kind of start over because like his identity had been. Yeah, revealed. if you get on mass, you gotta go yeah because yeah because yeah, so he just wanted to start over where he didn't have all that baggage yeah where every client knew who he was <laughs> yeah. yeah um but yeah so he's kind of taking over being like daredevil's gone i'm gonna be the new hero here okay. and i actually i really like superior spider-man's suit in these in this first it looks issues. awesome it, like it's like the white and green it, it, mm-hmm. is there a costume kind of like that in the spider-man game i feel like i remember there, when it looks kind of like that there is a white or i think it might be no it's black and green Oh, okay, yeah. But they might be a little white. They might just be similar. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it's uh, has similarities. But, but this costume is very, very good. I like it. But s- sadly, he, like, ditches it halfway through and goes back to the regular Superior Spider-Man costume. Yeah, 
bad. I was kind of disappointed. It just does not look good. Uh, I mean, it's fine, but it's like, I, I feel like you improved on it with this one. It made him like stand out. Yeah. Okay. And I was going to ask, who is this dude he's fighting? Because I thought at first it was uh, freaking Doctor Strange. Uh, his name is Count Neferi. I think that that's what I meant earlier when I said there was like a like a no name protector of San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, yeah he, I don't know what book he's from, but he's probably like a leftover from some run that happened sometime. Uh, but yeah, Otto Octavius is kind of just staking out his ground here, and he kind of reveals a clever twist where reveals that he's made, been making all these clones, so that way if he ever dies or like the yeah. his body like you know goes out of commission he can just transfer his consciousness to another body mm. which is basically what he did with going to this body but now he's like i have a bunch of bodies now i can jump to like i'm endless you can't kill me now yeah that's on par yeah so i mean that, that's kind of a cool idea but it also sets off this whole event because um it's the second he reveals that uh this portal opens and all these multiverse spider-men come through mm. uh you know it's the whole gang it's miles spider gwen spider uk uh spider ham Spider Noir, Spider Punk. Uh, Spider Gwen points out and that, that all these multiverse spider people are here because uh, if Otto makes these clones, apparently it's some way for the inheritors to like use the clone bodies to find their way back to Earth because they're stranded on this other planet where they left them. Yeah. But they can try, apparently like use clone bodies to find their way back here. Again, we don't have a ton of context for the inheritors, but Otto is basically telling him to uh, to get out of his base because he, he can do what he wants. And he's talking like himself. He's like, the die is cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like how Otto talks. That's that even I, comes up later. Miles has a part where he's like, yeah, we got to talk about you getting a new catchphrase, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I think that's where the charm of Superior Spider-Man comes in because he's Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. But he's got these like cheesy one-liners like a Silver Age villain. Like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so we get like a, a cool like uh, couple page fight of Superior Spider-Man trying to take out these uh, this team of Spider-Man. But he is not doing well. Spider UK pretty much takes him out by himself because he's the most powerful of the group. Yeah. <laughs> And that helped. Yeah, and then uh, lo and behold, the uh, his name is Moreland. He's, I think, the leader of the Inheritors. He uh, uses one of the clone bodies to break out of... He, he actually like takes over the body and breaks out of the cell itself mm -hmm. uh, and grabs Spider-Noir. And Spider-Noir drives his best. He's like, eat this, and tries to shoot him in the chest, but then he just like explodes. Yeah, it's not really clear what happens. There's a like, giant explosion, and then he's just like sucking up a bunch of smoke. Yeah, but then you see his body later, so I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Oh, no. The art's kind of unclear there. I mean, for the most part, I really like the art in this event. Oh, it was great. I, I think a lot of characters look really, really good. Like, Superior Spider-Man looks great. Spider-Gwen looks awesome. Pretty yeah. much all the Spider-People are, are spot on in this. Like, I like the art and the colors a lot. Yeah, the fight sequences and the the, the, the fight sequences and the panels, like, are awesome. The oh, whole yeah. comic. Oh, yeah, most definitely. So, I, I mean, some of, some of the Inheritors, for some reason, I don't think look yeah, especially that good. Is, I'm glad you said that. Like, a lot of the Inheritors look just weird. Yeah, I don't know if that's part of their design. I but think it's just facial structure because, like, I mean... I don't know. There's some the panels where look, they look better, though. Oh, yeah. Well, the yeah. Spider-Man look great throughout because, you know, you, it's a mask, so you don't have to worry about... That's true. Maybe it's more of the faces that and, are the problem, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but the Inheritors start attacking all the Spider-People. and Yeah, it's the sister. I think her name's Verna. She just comes up behind... Uh, Captain Britain and just snaps his neck like nothing. Right. So it, it, that's kind of like I. I almost feel like that's why Spider. Like that's what Spider UK's role in this was was to show the power levels yeah, of the inheritors. Show like just to place the bar. Right. Have <laughs> someone really cool and badass show up and then be like, "Whoa, he's dead." Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But <laughs> it's kind of a they did him dirty. Yeah, they did do him dirty. <laughs> uh, and then it, the, who else they did dirty was Spider Gwen because this is the yeah. last, basically the last issue she's in. Um, because as because they all basically need to escape because they can't take these guys out these three mm -hmm. inheritors. So Spider Gwen's like, I'll buy you some time. Like you guys get out of here. I'll you know I got the multiverse switch. I'll just boot my way out of here right before the base blows up. Yeah, they pull the old self destruct. Right. Um. But then she gets grabbed by uh Verna and like 
takes help, her. Right, yeah. and then so she gets like launched to another multiverse where Spider-Gwen number one kicks off. Yeah, Inferno um, steals her, what is it, like dimensional watch? Yeah, her yeah. multi, so, so, that, so then that's how, the, that's why all the spider people are like, oh, she's dead. Yeah, so yeah. she's trapped there in like a different dimension. Spider-Men and women who escape uh, kind of go back to, they find like a place to kind of just reformulate a plan, kind of figure out what they're going to do next, which unfortunately is what a lot of this comic seems to be, is like, if you scroll through the pages of this comic, just flip through it, you'll see just a lot of spider people standing so, around in a base talking. So many panels of just like a base full of Spider-Men. Yeah, and, and there'll be like a one-page like uh, action sequence or like one Spider-Man or one Spider-Woman's doing something, but yep. then like it'll just go back to the talking and the planning. Yeah, they they start fighting and then they just go, oh, we can't win, we gotta retreat, and then it's back to talking. And that's, un- that's the unfortunate part about this is it seems like they left a lot of the action and kind of like the more detailed uh, missions and events to the side books, like because yep. uh, it's kind of interesting, like what Jessica Drew comes in, like all of a sudden doing for one page. Like I'm wondering, like because her role in this seemed kind of interesting until she just stopped showing up again. Yeah, that she just came out of nowhere, right? And then because she had this whole part where it's like, uh, you know, I was born from radiation. You guys are weak to radiation. Like yeah, they, I'm the key to beating you. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, cool. Exactly. Yeah, they can't suck her life force. But then like nothing happened. They that. straight up, like when she makes her move, they straight up just are like, ah, oh, grab her. Like we'll study her later. Yeah. It's like, oh, see. Ya. I thought that was gonna be the cool <laughs> thing, but never mind. Right. Yeah, we'll peace. wait later for the cool thing. I know, and it's like, and because one of the coolest parts to me was uh, like when um, Otto and uh, Ben Riley, because B- Ben Riley shows up at a certain point, but they they like basically go off and do like a secret mission from all the other Spider Men. Yeah, like, that was a good sequence. Like that was a cool sequence because it was something that was like kind of spontaneous and something that was like driving towards something a unexpected goal. too yeah it was and it was driving towards the end result not just thinking of what to and do. that was one of the main moments like of surprise in this book which i didn't yeah. get a lot of which was like oh otto because for a moment you think otto is like just the giving up guy. giving up ben riley just to save his universe yeah then you find out they're working together and i'm like oh okay i'm surprised and i like this yeah, yeah that was a really cool moment in the, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so i think that's definitely the peak of, of this event is like that oh, whole yeah. sequence with uh with Superior Spider-Man and Ben Riley uh, pulling a fast one on the uh, inheritors. Yeah, and that's not till issue four, I believe. Yeah, it's kind of like at the turning point. Yeah. Um, and there's a, so they go around. They kind of recruit a couple more Spider-Men for some reason. And this is kind of gimmicky. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of it, but they put in the PS4 Spider-Man into this yeah. as well, <laughs> which is it's a neat gimmick. But then I think it's for the wrong reasons. It is because it, like, it's that it's literally just a gimmick. Because he he doesn't add a lot to this story. There's a couple cool scenes where if you play the game you're like oh cool like that's a cool interaction yeah there's but, well okay i will admit i did get a good kick out of the spider cop reference yeah the spider uh, yeah that's what i mean is like there's a couple yeah. lines where i'm like that's funny i like that yeah but like as an addition to the story though i don't know if he adds a lot just because he's so similar to main peter parker he's just pretty pretty close to your cookie cutter peter parker yeah like he, he's like what you expect yeah um i mean there's little differences in his own universe like i mm-hmm. think that would be a more interesting story to tell like exactly. maybe have main's Peter come to the PS4 universe. That's maybe more you could do more with that. Yeah, because then you could, uh, or you could have brought in the other Otto, because that he even that like, would be he even references the other Otto and that like, would be talks re- about their yeah. similarities and shit. Yeah, for so sure. That would have been cool. Um, yeah, it would have been it would have been an interesting scene to have uh, Spider-Man PS4 like see like because he talks to Otto a little bit when Otto's like in the beginning of the book when you think he's like really evil. Yeah, but like by the time you find out like he actually can compromise and like be good. Like, mm-hmm. Spider-Man PS4 doesn't really have anything to say about that. Yeah, he's kind of just like, oh, you proved me wrong. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he says that, but maybe he not, does. Not, not exactly, yeah. but it's kind of the gist. Um, one thing I do like about this book is that uh, 
my it's kind of like the the movie where they made Miles Morales like the center, like the main character. Mm-hmm. So I do like that aspect of it, just because Miles gets some good scenes out of this. Yep, uh, especially towards the end. Uh, another Spider Man they they recruit, which I I thought was really cool, was the um, Spider's Man. Yeah, Spider's Man. Yeah, <laughs> that is re- a really cool idea. I like yeah, it's that. literally I don't remember the exact number, but it's like thousands of spiders that think that they're Peter Parker, yeah, so they, they form like a whole like Spider Man, the like, shape of Spider Man. Yeah. yeah, so it uh, some of the panels are just gross because you'll see chunks kind of like sprayed out or missing and they'll just be like the spiders scrambling to like get back into to position. To fill in the place, yeah. yeah. Like some spiders will like fall off of him at points. And like he's actually kind of a cool character because uh, he like tries to play it off like he's just regular Peter Parker. So when they're like <laughs> talking about stuff, he's like, they're like, oh yeah, we have to go like kill, we have to like uh, beat him but not kill him. They're like, yeah, and then are we going to eat the bodies afterward? <laughs> just asking for a friend. It's just like, he you has know, a little quips like that. Right, I, I do like that. That's a funny character to have on the side. Yeah. Because the, the main dilemma of this, uh, the, the reason why it's very convincing that Superior Spider-Man is going to give up Ben Riley is because this whole... The debate that they're having in this base for five issues is whether or not, like, how they're going to defeat the Inheritors. Because the way they did it last time was by just stranding them somewhere, keeping yeah. them alive. And Otto wanted to kill them. Right. Because uh, this is kind of... To, Otto is thinking, like, this proves my point. Like, you should kill them because otherwise they're going to find their way back here. Yeah, if you Even though kill- it's completely your fault they found their way back here. Yeah, if you would have <laughs> killed them the first time, we wouldn't have this problem. But also, if I wouldn't have built those clones, it yeah. probably would have back. So let's just say... Let's, let's ignore agree that to disagree. <laughs> um, so he's saying, like, well, let's just kill them this time because they're too dangerous yeah, to keep alive. No half measures. But Peter and, like, Miles and a lot of the more moral Spider-Men are like, well, no, we can't do like we got to find a good solution like that's not against our whole values yeah which like i understand this as like a comic thing but like when it's something like eternal beings that suck souls and destroy planets and universes i don't because even peter parker says at one point he's like i can't condone murder Right. I don't think that's murder. That's just self-defense. Well, it definitely is murder, I think. These people are like fucking vampires. Yeah, but if there's another way, then you are... If there's you another way, anyway, yeah. And then there, there was one. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, guess, I guess they shouldn't have listened to me and rushed to judgment. Yeah. <laughs> you, you look at the other alter, another multiverse like, oh, they, they survived that one. Whoops. Oh, that was a way better idea. <laughs> Whoopsie. I'm just a killer. <laughs> Ooh, I should have listened to Peter. <laughs> should not have rushed that one. <laughs> uh, stab these guys, too. <laughs> Superior Spider-Man kind of has his own plan going on here. We see a little bit of it behind the scenes, but he's basically saying, like, okay, if you guys aren't going to agree to help me kill the Inheritors, like, I'll come up with... I'm smart enough to fight, figure out a way around that. Like, I'm going to come up with an alternative that doesn't kill them just because I can. Yeah. Which I thought was like, all right, he's up for the challenge. Like, that's kind of a cool take. Oh, yeah. Um, which is, it's, it's like the way to incentivize him to save lives. Like, I bet you can't do it. I know, because the whole time is like, I'm the genius. Like we need my plan, and then and then once everyone's plans start failing, he's like, "Well, it looks like it's my shot." Yeah, they're either like, "What? You can't think of a plan where <laughs> like, they don't die?" He's come like, on, what? Come on, big brain, let's go. Yeah. So he's like, "All right, I got it." And we'll see the plan at the end. It actually is pretty clever. Oh yeah. Um, but Miles's plan and, and the other Spider-Man because they don't know what he's up to. They don't trust that he's doing anything good. So they're they're trying to come up with their own plan. Mm. Um, they they find a multiverse where the inheritor had killed. Um a Spider-Man who had the powers of Captain Universe. Yep. Who is, uh, Captain Universe is like a, a cosmic being in the Marvel Universe who, um, I, I've only experienced the character in the Jonathan Hickman Avengers run, but as far as I understand it from that run, uh, the character is essentially, just to back up a little bit, Eternity is the cosmic Marvel equivalent to like the universe itself. It's like the universe itself as a living being. So it's like source. When you zoom out on the character, it looks like a man in like a robe, but he's like see-through and his body is the galaxy. 
Okay. So, like, he is the universe for all intents and purposes. So, it's basically Source, yeah. Yes, like, everything lives inside of him. Yeah. Um, it's like all living things are connected to it. Right. And, yeah. like, and like he is, like, actual space. Like, if you're in mm-hmm. outer space, you're in, like, his empty body. Yep. Okay. Um, so, the, the Captain Universe... Yeah, that's a cool concept. Yeah. So, and, like, there's even a cool Silver Surfer comic where, like, he's like, just this once, Norrin, I'll help you out. And he connects his two fingers and, like, uh, that allows uh, Norrin to, like, travel, like, uh, across the... Like, halfway across the universe. Oh, like, it's, like, a like, shortcut? Like, light speed, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, just this once, I'll let, I'll let you return home. <laughs> it's, it's a cool moment. Nice. Yeah. And I that got... actually is a Dan Slott book. So, I said earlier I didn't like him, but I do, oh. like, I do like his Silver Surfer book. There you go. Uh, so Dan Slott, just you know, don't block me on Twitter yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they visit this universe where Peter Parker had the the powers of Captain Universe, which is basically the Avatar of Eternity. It's like him giving a superhero his abilities. So, okay. So that's why Captain Universe it looks like see through like a galaxy. Yeah, yeah. They go to this multiverse to try to like petition um, to get these powers like from the entity to try to convince them like, hey, we need your powers to save the multiverse. Like, can you help us? Okay. And. It's kind of this kind of thing comes up in comic books a lot where like they're like, hey, help us. And they're like, you're not worthy. You'll, you'll never be worthy. And yeah, then the character is, just gets really mad. This is a great moment. And the character just gets really mad. And then the entity's like, okay, you made a big fit. I'm proud of you. Let's do this, kid. <laughs> right. It's like, I like your spunk. <laughs> that actually, that's funny. That just happened in uh, a part of the Invisibles I'm reading, but. I can't really tell you much because it's kind of a spoiler. Oh, okay. But, but it's essentially like... <laughs> it's the same. Like, it's someone confronting, like, a being that no one should ever confront or, like... Yeah, and just, like, a really sassy... Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a John Constantine moment where he's just like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And so, they, of course, like, Miles... like the, the entity, like we said, it's like, all right, bud, I like you. And, like, jumps in. And so Miles actually gets the powers of Captain Universe, which looks awesome. Yeah, it, his, it turns his suit, like, a black and white. Yeah, because it fits in perfectly with the color scheme that, that he already had on his costume. Does, that, does it kind of work like a symbiote? No, not really. It just changes the, the colors just for... Well, it gives you the power. Like, it, it, I I don't even know what it would Well, yeah, be. but, like, I'm just wondering how the like the colors and suit change. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, whenever you have those powers, like, that's how you'll look, okay. essentially. Gotcha. Like, I, I, you might be... I think you, I just think comic books. You, you can stuff. turn it off, but... Okay. Like, not when you're using it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's that one moment that we actually skipped over when they were recruiting Spider-Man where they find, like, a Spider-Man in this, like, Gundam universe, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite parts. Because yeah, there's, like, this skyscraper... And like a giant Gundam with like this light sword. Yeah, and he's fighting like a kaiju monster. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's like a Pacific Rim universe. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and so like, there's a really great artwork where it's like he's like cutting through the building too, and like you just get like a really good sense of scale. Yep. Um, but that sword comes into play later because Miles shows up with his Captain Universe powers, and like he, because Miles has the natural ability to like use electricity a little bit, like that's part of his power set. Yeah. Um, like, like whatever strand of the spider that bit him. Right. Yeah. Because uh, his powers are just a little bit different. Yep. So he uses that to like combine with like his Captain Universe powers, which seems a little bit like uh, you're adding a, adding a little bit to your Captain. Like it seems like you're it's like adding a butter knife to like a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it seems like it kind of wouldn't be that mo- much of a difference. Yeah. Like, ooh, now your universe altering bolt is like now electrified. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't think <laughs> the electricity really matters. Yeah. I, I think you're just kind of putting too much on it yeah but i mean the universe bolt should matter oh, he, yeah. he combines that with that light sword like it, and it looks really cool because he's holding it like using like like his fist like becomes giant like a giant light fist like so he can hold it yeah it's it's like uh kind of green lantern it, style. yeah it does kind of look like a green lantern almost 
and he like uses the light sword uh, to defeat the inheritors. Uh, not really defeat them, but they, it's enough to capture them at least mm-hmm. uh, to the point where they're like, well, now what the hell do we do with these things? Because like then that's where like some of them are like, well, now we kill them, and then yeah. uh, and then Miles and Peter are like, no, 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 like, <laughs> yeah. easy with the killing. Hold on, <laughs> don't uh, listen to Eric. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eric comes in like, when do we kill him? <laughs> I got the gun. <laughs> this will work, right? And that's when Otto comes in. And he's like, hey, you geniuses, I got a plan. Don't worry. I'm yeah, here. <laughs> it's like you plebs. Yeah. I figured it out. <laughs> Uh, cause he, and the plan is actually pretty clever. He's like, I, I can put them into a new body. I'm going to put them into a bunch of little babies. Yeah. Remember all those clones I was making? Yeah. Let's just uh, use those again. Yeah. Except we're going to put them in babies so that yeah. we, we can raise them to be good. Instead of all powerful beings. Right. So I kind of like that. We're like, they're like, okay, now we just have to raise them not to be murderers. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> like, it's like the perfect redemption scenario. Cause it, it they kind they reveal too that, um, but what, what's the dad's name? Solace. Yeah. Uh, he's like, cause he started it all and he, and apparently he put, like the hunger for like or the like the hunger for souls or whatever into them like that wasn't their natural instinct so right. because he was evil he wanted his children to be just as evil yeah so there's I kind of like that there's kind of a good message there I think yeah too. so it's like they it's weren't like redemption they weren't born bad like their father just made them bad right so I, I like, think that's a good message where it's like uh you know people who are raised by their parents like aren't necessarily evil they're just born re- hearing one thing over and over yeah and like and that was a, a big like uh, kind of point of the comic I think just like redemption and second chances because the whole Ben Riley, like after his whole jackal thing he yeah, wa- he wanted to like clean the slate and right, like, redeem himself yeah because he spent a lot of time as a villain but now he's trying to be a hero same with Superior Spider-Man yeah too. he wanted to like kind of like make himself look like a good guy in their eyes and right. not just like a villain. So actually talking about this part about, but I think I'm a little more positive on how this book ended. Talk, I am too. talking about it with the, you here. Like that, there are a lot of things I like kind of were like cringed about it but overall i thought it was like solid but i think that that's maybe like my problem with this comic is like the last two issues work but i think that's all i think that's where it all started but you know i think they had an idea for how this was all gonna wrap up and And they they were and they were like oh that's a really good wrap up and they just didn't have the filler right and then they were like what should we do to build up to this and then they were like oh this has got to be five issues and and that's another reason why like why not just take the material and the tie-ins and put it into the event or i feel like or make this a three-issue event yeah, that too. Because this, this would have been a fantastic three issue. Oh event. yeah, it would have been great. Yeah. Um. So it's th- that's a, a thing with comics in general is padding it out for the trade paperback. Yeah. I also think we. I'm at least for myself. I, I don't know for a lot of people maybe too. I feel like I kind of analyzed it pretty finely just because I might have been scrutinizing it or lining it up against Into the Spider Verse. But just like, because I've already seen something very good that has to deal with a similar. I think kinda... that's. I think that's what they have. To, I think that's fair though because th- this was yeah. coming in oh the, no it, it is th- this was coming in the wake of into the spider-verse and he even says like i wanted this to be because of that you should have he should he should have expected comparisons yeah and yeah. so like if you're gonna that's why you gotta kind of just and he he did i mean this doesn't like uh, copy anything from the movie or anything necessarily oh no, no I'm, I'm glad it did so, so it, it very much chooses its own narrative so at least they have that it was its know. own story for sure for sure yeah uh they, they took little things though like making miles the star of it like little things like that and like honestly i think i don't know i'm sure I don't know how much of a decision he had in choosing the inheritors as the villain, but like I feel like the villain kind of was. A big I think part the inheritors were always going to be the because they even said that this spawned from Spider Verse. Oh, yeah, they're true. So I think that 
I don't know this for sure, but I think the idea, because they said that this was a leftover Dan Slott idea. Okay. So if I had to make a guess, I'd say that the leftover idea was that the inheritors come back, they save them by making them babies again. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the story idea. <laughs> and then like, they That's just, the elevator pitch, they you know? They didn't have a whole lot to fill in Right, there. and they were like, that's a good start. Like, let's fill in all the rest. Yeah. And then they were like, ooh, this yeah. is, uh, we'll just do it. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do it live. Like, I, I got a good solid three issues here. Like, no, we got to make a trade paperback out of this. Yeah, oh, yeah. fuck. <laughs> shit. <laughs> well, I'm going to put Spider-Man PS4 in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That'll sell. Uh, but yeah, so that's Spider-Geddon. Uh, we didn't read the tie-in issues, but I actually I have read the, the Spider-Gwen stuff because I am, okay. uh, I did read the start of that run. So I read those tie-in issues. Oh, yeah. I've been... I don't know if we mentioned it, but they did shoehorn uh, a ghost spider like reference into. Yeah, the that's where story. her new name comes from. Yeah, it's, which <laughs> it's really. Cheesy. I know you're not a fan of. Oh no, I, I think I don't. It's not the worst name ever, but it's, it's not like terrible, that should have been like, her name from the start if you're going to do that. But it's like it's hard, it's going to be hard to make that stick. It's hard, especially when Spider Gwen is such a such a good name. It is a good, but name. I know that's like not really. It just doesn't make sense in you. It's not realistic because it's you can't just be saying her name around. But that everyone. hasn't been a problem till now. In universe, they've just always called her Spider Woman. I don't get why she can't just keep being Spider Woman. And then her friends call her Spider Gwen. Or even nobody. Or does. just Spider. It could just be the name of the book. Yeah, I guess they I they want to have her be like her own thing because there's yeah, a lot. They're of, trying to there's franchise a lot of Spider it. Women. Yeah, they're trying to franchise it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so the babies go. They get raised by Aunt May, Spider Man. Uh. Yeah, Spider Ma'am. <laughs> Spider Ma'am. That part I don't know how I felt about. <laughs> I like it. It's cheesy. It was just. It was too cheesy. I, I like. I like my golden age cheesiness. Oh God. <laughs> I think for me it was mostly like the bonnet thing. She's she's wearing like the a bonnet's sh- the best she's part. She's wearing like a chef's bonnet. The bonnet is the best it part. Looks terrible. How dare you? <laughs> terrible how dare you i will die on this hill <laughs> i will defend that bonnet Aunt oh May. god i'm with you Aunt May. I, all right hashtag i support Aunt May. <laughs> and i mean go i support spider ma'am <laughs> <laughs> terrible name all right so the, yeah so that's uh, that's spider geddon uh I, I i was talking i thought i was going to go into this being pretty negative about it but i actually talking about it i came out a little bit more positive i think it's just the first few issues i'm not too hot on yeah but it, it does wrap up pretty well it wraps up well after this we're going to be talking about the thing that spawned out of this which was or that this spawned out of i should say kind of sandwiches yeah yeah into the spider-verse we're going to talk about that movie next yes so like i said earlier at the top of the podcast uh, i'm I'm glad we're talking about this movie finally into the spider-verse because this is probably my favorite spider or not not just i mean it's definitely my favorite spider-man movie i think that's a no-brainer oh no-brainer i think it might even be my favorite superhero movie in general which is, I mean, I guess it's not live action, so it's definitely different than all the other ones, but I think you can compare them fairly. Oh, no doubt. Because, I mean, I mean, at the same time, you can do a lot more with an animated movie that's more comic booky. which I think, but at the same time, that's part of why it works. Yeah. So if, if it works, it works. Yeah, it's hard for me to, to separate, because I feel like, because it's a lot different than most superhero movies, obviously, because, like, obviously, a Dark Knight is up there, but yeah. that's such a different but movie. But that's, like, that's, that's a movie first and a superhero movie second, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I feel like that's kind of where it lines up, but then... For me, it's like the a good way for me to categorize it is if I had to pick one of those movies to like, I could only watch one for the rest yeah. of my life. I would probably pick into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah, because it's just like it's got a lot of different like sets, looks, uh, animation styles. Like, like, everything's the the story's good, writing's good, acting's good, funny, music's genuinely good, funny, great music. Yeah, animation's great. Like it's just so good. It's it's very well rounded and and the animation style especially I'm like a huge fan of. Yeah, because it's like it's based. 
it's basically just how like a classic comic book looks, but just in actual movement. Yeah, and not it, panel to panel. There's really clever ways they make it look and feel like a comic book, which yeah. is which is amazing. Like, it's awesome. Like as soon as Miles gets his powers, like he starts hear- seeing like narration bubbles above his head, like yep. he's the hero of the story all of a sudden. Yeah, like when really he gets cool. spider sense, it gets like the lightning bolts, kind of like uh like twitching above his head or whatever. Right, which is a neat take. Yeah. Um, because Miles, uh, they, I think the creators of this movie actually talked about this. Like, it wasn't always going to be a Miles movie. Like, he was always going to be in it, I think. Yeah. But, like, while they were writing it, like, pretty late into the process, as far as I understand, uh, they like, they were just like, what if this was a Miles movie? Like, what if he was the main character? Yeah. And, like, they just went with that and kind of reworked the script for that. And it works really well here. Yeah, it's awesome how it works. Because, you know, the movie starts out and it's an epic, you know, kind of heist fight scene between Spider-Man and, like, the major villains in the legendary universe or Ultimate ultimate universe mm-hmm. and then he obviously gets killed like right off the bat and miles witnesses it the universe where miles is it doesn't seem exactly like the ultimate universe from the comics but it seems very much like it's meant to mirror that i mean the villains for sure yeah because we because even the green goblin that that version of peter parker is fighting it's like the monstrous yeah, green the goblin who's like literally like a goblin yeah uh so that's like that's the ultimate green goblin um the rest of them don't line up perfectly but this uh this much lines up at least because it's even the green goblin who kills spider-man as far as i i didn't finish ultimate spider-man but as far as i understand that's how he dies as well in the comic well in the movie it was fist that kills him Oh, it was. You're yeah, right. Yeah, like slam, he stomps him. Yeah, because he fi- fist yeah, slams fist, him. Uh, catches up with Peter in the rubble, and Peter, yeah. Peter, like Miles, finds him first, and he's like, "Hey, like Miles, like, um, like you got to take this." Yeah, it thingy. gives him the the, the flash drive. Right. It's the what does he call it later? Like the, the like it's like the MacGruber or something. Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> it's not the MacGruber. No, but, <laughs> MacGyver. No, MacGruber is Saturday MacGyver Night MacGyver parody. <laughs> yeah. But one one thing that's like between Peter and Miles that I think is really interesting because I mean Miles will as this goes on obviously he get I mean most of you have probably seen this he gets his powers you know he encounters the other multiverse Peter Parker um at uh, Peter's funeral yep um visiting his grave and the animation styles work really well because Miles like while he's training like literally gets animated on less frames than Peter Parker does. Yeah, which like, is an awesome detail. Yeah, so when they're swinging side by side, like, Peter swings, like, smooth and gracefully, but, like, it looks, like, a little jankier when uh, Miles, Miles is swinging yeah. because he's out, literally operating on less frames. Yep. So it's, like, a really, really good way to, to show, like, the inexperience. But later on in the movie, like, he does get animated with more frames as he gets his powers. Like, yeah, and it just looks natural. Yeah, like, flows. in the whole What's Up Danger, like, he's all, at like, full frame, right? Yeah, which, my God, that scene. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the, the death of... Of, of ultimate speed uh ultimate peter parker is done perfectly in this because it, it's like one, it's one of the heavier parts of the movie and it's like really oh, sad because yeah. like you don't have a ton of context it's of spider-man sad. in this universe because <laughs> the build-up of it is all from miles's perspective so you don't see a ton of spider-man yeah but like the, like you just get a little bit you get enough of the context from this just to know like you see aunt may like at the podium kind of giving a speech mm-hmm. uh and then you see like or no you see uh mary jane, mary jane. giving a speech and, and the like, ma is there though yeah that, that's a, that's what i was going to point out is like it's like you, they don't even introduce the characters you just know who that is exactly and like Aunt May standing in the background and she doesn't even have any lines but you're just just seeing her you're like oh fuck. yeah you're like oh shit yeah <laughs> like just like you, they don't need to even say anything you just like know it instantly exactly um and then so yeah, he runs into the other multiverse Peter at at um, Peter's grave, and then this is yep. Peter B. Parker. Yep, who is like the uh, the burnout. I, that might even what it be what it's supposed to stand for. It's like Peter Burnout Parker. <laughs> I yeah, like, or I I always thought I it was think just it's like supposed to be Ben. B, I think it's like, supposed to be Ben. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Um, it's just kind of like it. Yeah, it's the, this is the secondary one. Right. It's yeah. just meant to differentiate them because this Peter Parker is like a burnout, and he's like uh, kind of chubby. It's kinda, it's a funny take. <laughs> yeah, he like it in his universe. He got divorced from Mary Jane, and right. he's just like living on his own, like in a crummy apartment, just eating pizza <laughs> like five o'clock 
shadow. Right. Where where, like, he literally wears sweatpants with his, uh, sp- his spider outfit. But it's funny because he still, like, has experience as Spider-Man, so he's still, like, talking shit to Miles. Like, you don't know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, Come like, here. he can still, like, swing and stuff like right. that. He just doesn't look good doing it. Right. So it's kind of funny him just, like, telling Miles what to do. He's like, oh, you found the doohickey? Give me that. Yeah. I'm going to go save the day. See ya. He's like, yeah. wait, let me help. Exactly. And uh, another character that's done super well in this that ties in with Miles' origin is uh, the Prowler. Who is played mm-hmm. by uh, Mahershma Mahersh- Ali? Mahersh- Mahershala. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's been popping up in everything, and it's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's fantastic. Right now. He's amazing. Because uh, he he was in House of Cards, I think, starting out, and yep. then I also saw him in uh, True, True Detective. Detective. He was fantastic in that. And then Green he's all- Book, I heard, was good, depending on who you ask. Yeah, and then he's, <laughs> and then he's also going to be Blade. So oh, cool. oh my God! I'm so hyped for that. Yeah. Uh, but oh was, God, I can't wait. He was great in this because he's kind of just like the uncle who, uh, like, his dad doesn't want to talk to him because he kind of grew up more on like the criminal he's side. He's the cool his, uncle, right? Because his dad's a cop, and his uncle. Well, they don't really tell what his uncle does, but he's. Like, but it's very clear that like he does something sketchy because his dad doesn't want him talking to him. Yeah, exactly. So like he, he's some kind of criminal, but I we mean, find out later he's a supervillain. I mean, I, I don't know if it gives off the impression that he's sketchy. It just kind of gives off the impression. No, that I think they it don't does. Have a good relationship. I think it definitely does because I think that's the whole conflict between uh, his dad and him. That's why they don't talk anymore. Oh, true. Yeah, they they, they go over that more in the well, comic. I, I for the first time I saw it, I just figured it was something like they don't get along as brothers. Like they oh, had, they had a, a brotherly like fallout. Yeah, well, I'm, I guess I'm inserting a little bit from the comic in there too, but I can yeah. only, I can only assume that's the same because everything else. I'm sure up. that was the message. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, we find out later it's it's more than that. He's like a bona fide supervillain. Yeah, he's like um, yeah, he works in the underground. But his, his part is done really well because like he has some really like kind of like touching moments with Miles. Like he's the one person who kind of lets Miles be himself. Well, and he's he's the one who takes him to go like tagging like in the subways, and that's when he gets bit by the spider. Right, and he's yeah. like doing it like that. Then we get like a cool music montage of him painting. It's really yeah, it's, cool. It's a really well done scene. Um, and then like. The part later where Miles comes back, like he's tracking the Prowler, not yeah. knowing like who he is, yeah. and like he ends up at the Aaron, apartment. Aaron's apartment, yeah. yeah. And then like he has to use his invisibility to just hide from him, and the Prowler's like you know right on him, like yeah. someone's in the apartment. Right in his like, face. It's really well done. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like for for an animation, like it really builds this, and like and a lot of it has to do with the music cues too. Yeah, the Prowler's theme is amazing. Oh, That's yeah. one of my favorite themes. It's so good. I, I don't know how to like describe it on here without like trying to poorly. It's imitate very it. like electronic. Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna try it. Pretty, pretty close. Honestly, it's, it's very like electronicy. <laughs> that just sounds like a. It just sounds like a motorbike now. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> well, he has a motorbike. Yeah, true. I'm, that could be a part of it. But yeah, no, it's awesome. The, the villains in this, I, I I like all the villains in this because we mentioned Fisk earlier. Like even he has kind of a detailed story in this because yeah. his the whole reason he's messing with the multiverse and causing all of this to happen is because he wants to get Vanessa back, like his wife, like his from son, the comics. Yeah. yeah. Um. Because in in this they died because uh they got home one day or they came to his Fisk's office and he was like choking up spider-man and like holding up holding him up against the wall and then like his son was like what are you doing daddy and they, like got all scared and they ran away and while speeding away from him they like got in a car accident and yeah. died that's kind of a different take on vanessa because vanessa in the comics is very much a part of everything that's why in the because uh, when we watched the daredevil show uh last week like that's why i'm learning about that vanessa actually did stuff like in the business with fisk and yeah. like was a part of it too that oh in like, the bendis run she takes over the business yeah yeah it's a lot different so in the, yeah, yeah. this universe she's just but you know, like, it's uh, a different multiverse. So it's the ultimate universe. Which, like, so realistically, with, with that, that would never work. Like, Fisk could never have a family and a wife that, like, didn't know what he did. Yeah, <laughs> like, that would be like, tough. There's no way. You'd have to be at least be, like, consciously obtuse. He's going to prison, like, three times a year. Yeah, you'd have to be, like, consciously, like, la, 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 la. Oh, yeah, like, 
like that wife would have to constantly be whitewashing and like keeping that kid enclosed from outside like sources. Oh, oh don't listen. Your dad's on the phone again. <laughs> uh, and then also uh, uh, Olivia Octavius is, yeah. um, is awesome in this. Yeah. Doc Ock's a girl. Yeah, like she's she's like almost so well designed. Like I feel like she has to show up in the comics at some point. It's a great design. There I is, love it. There is like a version of her in this book. Uh, in the book we talked about just now, uh, Spider Geddon. Okay. Because uh, you, did you see her, Olivia Octavius? It's not like this. Like she's a, a straight oh, up hero. She, was she like the May one? That's her. She was like kind of the the nerdy girl. She was like the one who was like didn't look like Spider Man. She looked like a, like a Doc Ock. Oh yeah, her name was Olivia. But it wasn't the same origin or like same same personality design. or anything. Yeah, no, not. It not was even just close. same in name only, pretty much. But I, I almost want them to take this version and like. I don't need. They don't need to like. I don't know if Olivia Octavia, uh, Octavius is even a character in the six one six, but you could make it one. You could just be like, yeah, this is the daughter I never knew about. Yeah, exactly. Because it's an awesome design. She's like a mad, crazy scientist. Yeah, like the, like her goggles and whatnot. Like I think it looks awesome. Yeah, it's an awesome design. And then she has a, one of my one of my favorite lines in the movie too. It's like, oh, and like uh, when her uh, arms co- start coming out, uh, he's he's like, oh wait, what do you, what do they call you, Doc Ock? Oh he's, yeah. He's like, no, my friends call me Liv. My enemies. They call me Doc Ock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that whole scene when, like, they're trying to get the computer or whatever, and it's like the Doc Ock, like, reveal, that whole scene is great. Mm. Oh, I, I love the computer getaway, too, because Miles <laughs> Miles is trying to sneak away with the information and grabs, like, the monitor and the computer. Yeah. And he's, like, like, sneaking away. Just, just the computer. You don't need the monitor. Yeah, Miles is like, good news. We don't need the monitor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so hilarious. Like, Miles, come on. You don't know better. <laughs> right. Come on, dude. Like they don't mm-hmm. introduce too many characters at once. Yeah, it's it, it's at its core, it's an origin story for Miles. Yeah, because Spider Gwen is a, a big part of this movie, but she uh, is like her civilian self for the most of the beginning, and then like in that computer escape sequence, that's where she comes in. Yeah, Spider Gwen. Yep, she saves him, and that's also where we get introduced to the other two, Spider Noir and then uh, Penny Parker. Yeah, so they come in pretty late. Like they don't take uh, any room. Like well, and Spider the... and Spider Ham. Oh, and Spider Ham. Yeah, yep. I, I forgot about him. Um, so they come in pretty late, and they get just quick origin stories, just enough to catch you up, and then it's all just fun lines from there. Like, yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. You don't put like 20 different characters in one screen. Exactly. Because then you're like, okay, I'm having a hard time keeping track yeah, of what you any s- of you Yeah, you got to start taking notes. Yeah, because like, you would come on. It's hard to have like a team dynamic with that many voices in a room. Exactly. You're just, it's just going to be a room of people screaming, trying to get a word in. <laughs> uh, but, it, but it's fun when you do finally get introduced to him because then we kind of, ha- we've had enough background on the other ones where now you can give some moments to like uh, Spider Noir, who's oh, yeah. played by Nick Cage and it, he's awesome in this. Amazing. <laughs> Because he's just he's got some one liners like like how are you gonna deal with the moral <laughs> ambiguity of your actions? Yeah, I love that part so much. Like, because doesn't he just like fight Nazis or whatever too? Yeah, he he like he's from like the forties, so yeah, yeah, he like fights Nazis and like uh you know it's very like noir stories. Like that. Yeah, exactly. And and one thing I like about all these alternate um spider people they introduce too is when they introduce them there's a cool like sequence they do where it's like all right let's do this one more time yeah it's just like they literally bring out like a comic it's just like pages start flipping yeah and they give you like a quick recap of like who they are and what their origin story is and it's played out in like a really cool style it's just like a montage yeah yeah and the best part is like every character like they actually have the animation style and the art style of the book they came from. Yep. Because when we see Spider-Gwen's origin, like, it's all, like, the pinks and the blacks and the whites, like, the whole kind of painted color scheme that we see in her book. Yeah. It's um, like that, because didn't, was that Jason Latour? Well, Jason Latour writes it, but uh, Robbie oh, yeah, Rodriguez right. does the art. Gotcha. 
Um, so, and what's cool too is they even put the the names of the creators who wrote those books on the book when it flips open in yeah, the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, like when Miles's book pops down, you see like Brian Michael Bendis's name, and like when uh, Spider Gwen drops down, you see like Jason Latour. Hell yeah! So it's pretty cool. Like they actually call out their creators in in the movie itself. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, but yes, yeah, so all these Spider people kind of team up at the end. Miles gets left behind, which uh, leaves him for like his hero moment because mm-hmm. all these Spider people are going to destroy the Collider to like you know save the multiverse. But Peter yeah. gets wrapped up and left behind because they're like you don't really know how to use your powers like, yeah, like we don't want you to die yeah like you can't handle this right and uh so that's where he gets his hero moment where he finally gets control of his power shocks his way out of the yeah it's actually a super sad scene because like while he's tied up in the chair his dad shows up to his dorm and is just talking to him like outside the door like saying that like it's after like, we kind of skipped over that but um the his uncle like uh what's the villain oh uh aaron the prowler yeah, yeah he ends up dying uh fist shoots him in like a fight sequence. yeah because he sees that miles is the one he's like paid to kill and he hesitates yeah he hesitates to so kill fist him. kills him yeah so then after that like when miles is in his dorm room tied up uh his dad like shows up at the door and is saying like that he doesn't want him to like drift apart and stuff it's just because like, that's what happened with his brother yeah, yeah it's like a super feelsy moment and miles like can't say or do anything so he's just sitting there and his dad's just like well when you're ready like i'll be here it's just like oh god yeah it, it's and then he can't talk either because he's wrapped up yeah exactly it's <laughs> like, like oh, just say something he could have like pounded his head on the door anything poof, poof. right yeah. like, are you okay in there <laughs> but i mean he didn't want his dad walking in like that he'd be like oh what's this spider-man costume? oh you're into some weird stuff son <laughs> <laughs> is this that bdsm but we took you to private school to get away from the weird stuff. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he gets his hero moment. That's when he paints his suit, too. Yeah. Because it's funny. He escapes and goes down to the spider cave, and Aunt May's waiting for him. Yeah. Because like she she was waiting for, like, for his hero. She was like, oh, it took you long enough. Yeah, Let's get to work. It's awesome. <laughs> yes. Aunt May is, is awesome in this, because she's like basically Alfred See, in this universe. That's a badass Aunt May I can get behind. Yeah. Not Spider-Ma'am. Hey, I, I'm <laughs> continuing to die on this hill. Hey, you put Spider-Ma'am toe-to-toe against... Uh, it can be both. I guess. She's she going to be like, all right, suit up. I'm coming with you. Let me get my bonnet. All right, fine. <laughs> Spider-Ma'am can, like, nurse the kids, and then the other Aunt May could just be the badass. No, I think they, they, they're they going to team up. Nah. I, wanna, I want an Aunt May team up. Where's nah. the Aunt May-verse? Yeah, when is this comic wrong? I want the out? Aunt May-verse. <laughs> Uh, but it's cool. It's cool when uh, Miles like paints his suit because we get the whole "What's Up, Danger" sequence, yeah, which yeah. is like you know pretty famous now because it's like him going through. He finally swinging it full frames. Yeah, it's like it's the peak moment. Mm-hmm. And then he he comes back and all the other Spider Men are trying to take out the Collider. And the Collider itself is amazingly animated. Oh, it's so it's so trippy. Because it's got the art style. It's kind of like a classic Jack Kirby thing he used to do with. Um, he used it a lot with Galactus, like when Galactus is using his powers and like the Silver Surfer. It's like these dots, yeah, yeah, that like look like kind of like a when power like beam, tears and dimensions. Yeah, or it'll look like a like a laser beam, but yeah, it's like yeah. made of dots, which makes it look like it's like unstable energy. Oh, so that's a Jack Kirby thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah, because he was like the first artist for Marvel, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know the name. I didn't know like that specific trait. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're, they're kind of replicating that, but in animation, and it looks it looks perfect. It like looks it pays awesome. off really well. Yeah, because th- basically one person has to stay behind to do the mission, and so Miles is like, "This is gonna be me. Like I'm the hero now." And mm-hmm. he drops everyone off in their own universe. Yeah, and, and then like, yeah, as like. Peter B. Parker is like, no, like I can do it. Miles, like it's whatever, and he's just like, no, man, like you got to get back to your universe. And then he's just like, Peter B. Parker's like, well, what if I mess it up again? She's like, nah, man, like you won't. 
She's like, well, how do I know? It's like, it's just a leap of faith, which is like the same line that yep. he told him. He drops him in. It's like, go get your girl back. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, you can do it, bro. I got you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's awesome. Quit being an asshole. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, then I think the whole message for him was because the reason he broke up with, with um, Mary Jane wasn't because- He they, didn't want to have kids. Yeah, it wasn't because they didn't get along or they didn't love each other. It was just that, that she wanted to have kids and he was like, he was I don't want to do that. Yeah, like, he, he's, he says at a certain point that he was scared. Yeah, but then he spends all this time basically mentoring Miles where yeah. he's like, wait, do I want kids? Yeah, there's a point yeah. where he literally says that mm-hmm. yeah so he he gets dropped off and then spider gwen goes back to her universe i'm happy they didn't try to like force a romantic thing in there i know they're they just are like friends like yeah friends, if it's yeah. gonna develop just let it develop yeah exactly like it's you not tell doesn't have to happen you can now. tell they wanted to imply some chemistry but like it, they don't have to have like the kissing scene right, right away like a lot's been happening they, yeah, they like, don't have time to process let them be friends <laughs> yeah. first um so so they're all dropped off in their universe, and that's where Miles gets his moment where he puts the doohickey and breaks the machine and saves the day. Yeah. Uh, but then we do get uh, the the cliffhanger at the end is like uh, Gwen has her uh, multiverse traveler the watch, thing, yeah. yep, which is a reference to the comics. Like she can travel mm-hmm. multiverses without the machine. She's yep. always been able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she is able to contact Miles and be like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, it's like, "What up, what up, Miles?" <laughs> yeah. So that's how the movie ends, just kind of leaving it open for. And we do know now there is going to be gonna... a sequel. Yeah. Do we know when that's coming out? No, I'm guessing probably 2022. If I had to place a wild guess, two years or 2021, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not an expert. The first one came I'm out. Not the person. The first one came out last year. I don't know how long it takes to make these movies. I don't either. Um, but whenever it comes out, I'm sure it'll be cool. Oh yeah. What I'm hoping they do for the sequel is maybe like go to a different uh, characters universe. Like I'd love to see like an extended sequence in the whole uh, Gwen's universe, like Earth yeah. thirty something. I think it is. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And uh, I, I feel like they probably would, especially if Gwen's going to be the tie-in with the dimensional travel. Like, since they it, did- it, it depends on if it's going to be more Gwen centered. I, I think it might be because this one was all about Miles, unless they're just going to have the whole trilogy be about Miles. I don't know. If I mean, it's if it's not Gwen centered, but- it should at least like be that universe. I want to see that universe because that's one of my favorite art styles. Yeah, uh, is just like that color scheme and like and then maybe have like different villains or different variants of villains. Oh, I'd love to see her universe because then we'd get uh, evil Matt Murdock. Because her, oh. her arch nemesis is Matt Murdock as the leader of the Hand. Really? Yep. No way. Because he's he's a villain in that universe as, as the leader of the Hand. He's like a, a kingpin ninja. That's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. That's he, awesome. He's like one of that's what the main reason I started reading that book, and then I, I, see, I ended up just liking it in general. I want to see a Spider Man versus Daredevil. Oh, it's great. That's awesome. That's what that whole book is basically. Okay. Yeah, I gotta read that. Uh, but yeah, that'll be our Spider Verse episode uh, in general. Here uh, we did yeah. Spider Geddon and this. We got a lot of Spider People this week. Oh yeah, a lot of Spider People. There's no spider kitty, though. My cat's going to be disappointed. I was really hoping there would be a spider, a, a little spider meow. I mean, maybe the spiders formed into a kitty at some point. <laughs> the shape of a kitty? Just to make the Peter Parker spider man, spiders man's uh, company. <laughs> yeah, it could be. You never know. Uh, but yeah, so like I said, if you want to leave your own request, uh, you can uh, do that at our Patreon. You only have to join at the $5 level to leave your own request, and then we'll make time for it immediately. We'll but, do uh, anything. We'll, we'll, we'll cover any, as, as long as it's a book that has pictures and <laughs> bubbles that are coming out of their heads, implying some, that they're saying words. Yeah, maybe some words in but it. They don't even have to have words. I've seen silent comics. Uh, you, I have. So I should drop that as a stipulation it just Ooh. has to have pictures it does have to have panels no that's not true some comics don't have bona fide panels i know i was gonna say so we gotta bring in legal. it has to have pictures we gotta bring in legal that part is certain oh yeah it has to be a picture in there at least one picture it has to be one picture because <laughs> someone could recommend a newspaper comic oh like shit. someone could recommend marmaduke hey well, i'll review charlie brown <laughs> technically there's a marmaduke movie <laughs> Wait, we could oh, do shit. marmaduke all right hey if someone wants to request marmaduke i will allow it <laughs> oh my god that'd be ludicrous just now i'm setting precedent this is supreme court marmaduke Marmaduke is allowed. It's that the people versus Marmaduke. Oh, God. That's a whole can. <laughs> All right. But if you want to leave your own request, you can follow us on Twitter at Agents of Podcast. That's where you can find us. That's where I tweet about comics and uh, other nonsense that mm-hmm. I find entertaining.
listening. Oh, uh, yeah. Also, we'll always follow you back, so that's a good way to pick up a follower, if nothing else, even if you hate oh, us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. We're done with the spider people. Now I'm going to retreat back into the multiverse and go say hi to my spider ham and my spider kitty <laughs> and my spider peoples. Oh, yeah. I will not go anywhere near the spiders, men. <laughs> How do you know that I'm not a spider's men? That's disgusting. Da-da, I want to think about it. No! Ah! Consuming ah! me! Spiders!